0: and hello it has been a hot minute since we have done a podcast we had to get through the holidays and we had to get through covid (laughs) covid blew through our family at christmas time like none of it we all got it Kelani did not get it. I was joking with Josh, and I was like, am I better than everyone? (laughs) (laughs) I have superior genes right now.
1: And I'll I'll probably
0: get the next variant that's, like, worse. It's like everybody is getting it. You can't, it's, I don't know where we picked it up, but. Yeah. Woo! It was a doozy. The whole house got it. So we didn't have to quarantine from each other, so we just all, like, played games, cards, put together, <laughs> puzzles, and then we would be drained of energy, go take a nap. We had a COVID party. We had a COVID country Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of your highlights for the holidays, Kaylan? Before we found out everyone was sick, it was it's always sleeping in the front room with everybody. Which that's probably how everyone got it. We're in close quarters. <laughs> it was rough this year. It was, it was rough, rough this year because Kiana, our daughter number two, has Walter, and Walter wanted to sleep on my head in the middle of getting up and looking around the house, and then get back on my head. And then Scarlett, my granddaughter, was on the other side of me, and she kicks and punches and all that. So She's i really terrible didn't sleep. to share a bed with. Yeah. That's why I thought the next day, oh, I'm just exhausted from not sleeping. And everybody was exhausted. Yeah, I'm exhausted too. But come to find out that exhaustion was from COVID. you, baby. <laughs> what, what's another thing? One of your holiday favorites that happened? Driving around and looking at Christmas lights. Yeah. I always drag Josh and Scarlett to do it with me because it's not their favorite, but it's my favorite. And they appease me and we go around and we drive around and look at Christmas lights. This year I did it with you and yeah. dad and yeah. Scarlett. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites was, um, we went to our local Chinese food restaurant, Chopsticks, and we took over like a third of the, the yeah. restaurant it the there. Corner. It was so much fun. Normally we go to Taitung in Seattle, but none of us wanted to go to Seattle. So we had Chopsticks, our local Lake Stevens, Chinese food place. It's and so it was good. great. We had we had a we had a ton of fun. Yeah. I got sick off of Chinese food. And I hate to talk about gifts, but I'm gonna talk about gifts this year because Do it. Your father we weren't supposed to buy each other gifts. We're we're kind of those people who are like, Okay, don't don't get a gift this year or okay, let's buy each other one thing. What's what's one thing you wanted? He wanted like a a battery charger for the boat. So I'm like, Okay, I'll order that and I'll wrap it from, from me and I was thinking, oh, I don't know, maybe I want some earbuds or something. <laughs> and then I never got a chance to go to Costco to, because normally it's me that buys it and I wrap it for myself and put his name on it. It's underwhelming when you buy your own gift, but I, I don't know. We're not—we're gifts is in our love language, except Daddy's morphine. Yeah. Um, so he surprised me with this little box with a set of keys on it. thought, so, what the heck? The little box was a ring. Um, a wedding ring, he had it, he chose it, um, got from a Shang company, and it's so beautiful. I love, that was a surprise. And then the keys were to a 1994 stick Sturdy Girl truck. And I, I want to post pictures and stuff, all that, but he wanted me to have a Sturdy Girl truck. And like, honey, and then, not only that, but he bought the family a Jeep, for the property out in, we have a piece of property of about 20 acres um, out in the Okanagan Highlands and he wanted the family to have a Jeep to roam the 20 acres. So kudos to daddy. Setting the bar high for his uh, son-in-laws there. (laughs) Man. Well, we're starting a three-part series and it's called Triple C. Confidence, comparison, and celebrate. They're all building blocks to lead up to the other. Because you need confidence in order to stop comparing. Yeah. And stop comparing so we can celebrate. So we're separating it out into a a three-part series. And the first one we're going to talk about is confidence. And I love how we broke it up into chunks in our last episode of talking about body, mind, and spirit. So here we go. Confidence. I love to look up word definitions in the or well, on the Google, not in not in the dictionary the anymore, Google. but on the Google. And confidence is a a feeling of self-assurance rising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. But there's a there's a better one, and I like this one. It says the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. I also like to look up the synonyms for words. Synonyms. Synonyms. Yeah. Self-possession, I liked that one. I picked some out. There was a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you're I am in my body. I, I'm I'm possessing myself. Presence of mind. Um boldness. Courage. Fortitude. we we like that word. Mm-hmm. We use that word a lot with Sturdy Girl. Yeah. <clears throat> cool headedness. Um this word I've never heard of. A plum. A plum? A Apl- a P L O M B. And then get this, this is a this is a synonym for confidence, phlegm. Phlegm? I'm not I'm not kidding. Phlegm. P H L E G M. Why? Um, I don't know. It it's let me click on it. Phlegm, spelled like phlegm, like mucus phlegm. It is calmness of temperament. Okay. You said, I, what I was reading the first definition up there, where it says the thick substance secreted by the <laughs> the, the mucous membranes, and I'm like, yeah, that's phlegm. How was that related? <laughs> yeah. competence. Well, there's another meaning, calmness of temperament. Used in a sentence, phlegm and determination carried them through many difficult situations. Yeah, that's not my first word of choice. No, but I thought but, that was interesting. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to use the word phlegm. It's confidence confidence, swagger, um, what you like to say is knowing in your knower. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of going backwards talking about it, body, mind, then spirit, because I think everything begins in the spirit, but we're still going to keep that word, body, mind, and spirit. So let's jump in. So for body confidence, for me, I, I have two A's, appreciation and acceptance. First, You have to appreciate your body because the body is amazing. Jen Hatmaker, who I I like. I like Jen Hatmaker. I like to listen to her. doesn't mean I have to agree with everything that she says, but I like Jen Hatmaker. She wrote a book called Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire. And she talks about the body and all that it's done for you. And she calls the body she. She's done so much. For me, um, my body, she's had four babies. Um, She... My body usually does everything I ask it to, whether it's some weird food challenge that I put it through, or like I'm reteaching my body how to do a pull-up, a strict pull-up again. Um, But the body is amazing. All the things that needs to happen in your cells and everything just amazes me. So finding that appreciation of my body, that's done a lot. And then acceptance. Acceptance of my body type. When we were um, on break and we were all here, I don't know why we take the tape measure out, but we take out the tape measure and we're just like measuring everybody. Um, I was a perfect V. (laughs) Which, if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're probably like, yeah, I'm a V. But... Usually when you're a woman, you want to be that hourglass or hourglass shape, but not me. I was, I was a V, um, am I where I want to be with my body? No, there's, I have goals. I think it's good to have goals, but I don't have to wait to have body confidence until I achieve those goals. I don't have to wait till I lose 10 pounds. I don't have to wait till I do the pull up, but I can have Body confidence in my body type, how I built my V, <laughs> I'm about to say my V, my v. <laughs> my v shape right now. So acceptance, owning it, the chub, the muscle, the stretch marks, everything and be fully present in my body. So having presence. That's body confidence to me, having that presence, appreciation and acceptance. Yeah, I think appreciation and acceptance kind of nails it on the head because for me, I think body confidence can be, it can be fleeting and it can seem like something that's not attainable, especially if you're in a spot where you're not exactly where you want to be physically. And I think finding the things about your body that you can appreciate helps develop that body confidence and it helps grow it into something where you can just, where it's not fleeting anymore. And you can live like, Oh yeah, this is my body. I accept it for how it is. I like it. And it does so many things for me and I'm going to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like from, for me, before I got pregnant, I was very, 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 very tiny, very tiny waist Mm -hmm. and big boobies. And all my girls have tiny waist and big giant boobs. (laughs) And they all came from me. And uh, they came out of my body, y'all. And I was was very confident in my body shape, but all of my confidence stemmed from my appearance. Mm. And then fast forward to getting pregnant, my body wigged out, which PSA, even if you try to eat healthy and still be active, sometimes your body will wig out and do things that are out of your control. And all of a sudden, I go from having this tiny, tiny waist and being in good shape to going into the hospital and weighing 200 pounds. I never weighed 200 pounds in (laughs) my life. (laughs) I've been there. My body was Foreign to me, and then after I had Scarlet, my body didn't bounce back the way I wanted it to, as quickly as I wanted it to, and I was left in this state of trying to figure out how do I accept my body and be confident in each stage that it's in mm-hmm. while I'm getting to where I want to be. And in that journey, my it, it didn't, let's see, it started out as I wanted to get back to a physical aesthetic way of looking because that's where I felt like my confidence was grounded in. Mm. But in the journey, it morphed from what my appearance was into what was healthy for my body. And a lot of my confidence now stems from, am I in a healthy state for my body? And healthy doesn't mean you have to be 120 pounds. Right. Healthy also means your labs with the doctor are good. Your cholesterol is good. If you try to go on a walk, your knees don't feel like they're going to give out. They don't feel like they're throbbing. Or, sis, I like what you said when you said you had confidence because of what your body looks like. Right. And that's something that's totally different than the true confidence that we're talking about of body. Right. Those are two totally different things that I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Because, Having, because I had to find it again. I, yeah. I lost I lost the way my body it, it did not. You put a picture of me before I was pregnant next to me right after I had scarlet or a month after I had scarlet it it was two different people mm-hmm. you you wouldn't recognize me like i have people that i met in that time frame of after having scarlet and i've seen them again like recently and they they didn't recognize Yeah, me. your your confidence was shaken because yeah. you put all your eggs into your appearance right It was the appearance mm-hmm. instead of the appreciation of your body. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Much good. Yeah, yeah. And there's a big, giant difference mm-hmm. of being confident now, wherever you're at. Right. And being confident in that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's good. It was a journey. It's a good journey, though. It's still a journey. It's still a journey for all of yeah. us to be able, especially in aging, mm-hmm. like. Want me wanting to age well or you after having your babies and right. finding it, finding your appreciation, finding the confidence of where your body is taking you and the things that it's doing. Me aging well and saying, This is different. Okay, what's what's happening? But being confident in that, that's good. Mind, let's move to mind. Confidence of mind. Truly. Truly, truly, confidence is a mindset. Setting your mind to it. To me, it's what am I paying attention to? They've done a little study. Um, I can't remember who did the study. But your brain naturally will begin. Let's say, okay, you buy a red Prius Mm -hmm. and... You've never noticed all the red Priuses before. Oh, you and think, all think you, of have, a sudden, you, yeah, you think yeah. you are originally. No one else has a red Prius, right. but then all of a sudden you start seeing, hey, there's a red Prius. There's a red Prius. There, mm-hmm. There's a red Prius. That is because your brain has um, woken up, so to say, or it has paid attention to that, and now it's noticing all those things that were already there. So, what are what kind of things? Are you paying attention to? And what is your narrative? There's an article on Forbes.com, and it says, want to change your life? Then change your narrative. It's by Robin Castellani. And I love that. What is the story you're telling yourself? Because it's not about the facts of your situation. It's about the story you tell of it. And I think that's remarkable. Back in the, in the old days, when we had to go to church morning and at night, mm-hmm. well, at night we would do testimonies, and it would be called testimony service. Amen. And people would stand up one by one, and they um, basically tell their narrative of what has happened for the week. And that is very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, counselors, therapists use that storytelling, mm-hmm. that narrative, to get people out of their own head. And to look at their situation in a storytelling way. And it begins, it's a healing thing. Who knew that? Hmm. Tell, good old testimony service. Yeah. So what's the story that you're telling yourself? It's not so much about the facts of the situation, the good and the bad, but it's the narrative, the story. What's that story? I really, really liked that. Yeah. Um, I suggest that article. um, I can put it in the comments i read that first. article i want to read that article a, now too it's a good one yeah um but it's truly about setting your mind what's yeah. your thoughts on on confidence of mind i think it's easy it's easy to latch on to the negative whether it's you're trying to find confidence sure. in your body or yeah. you're trying to find confidence in yourself for something and Yeah. Retraining your brain is to focus on the positive, I think is just a big, Mm -hmm. a big key factor Mm -hmm. in having confidence of mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's work. It's a journey. It's work. Yeah. That's why we're having a conversation about it because we don't know. (laughs) We're not doctors. We're, we're not trained on stuff, but we're just sharing what we work on also like for me especially with having gone through last month with the anxiety that popped up it's easy it's easy to let your brain like spiral down uh-huh. and think of all of the negative things going on Sorry, we can hear my husband laughing in the next room, (laughs) but it's easy to latch on and spiral yourself down into a negative thought process and in turn be panicked or fearful or not as confident. And yeah, you have to work at recognizing those thought patterns Mm -hmm. and either refocusing it and stopping it or reframing it. I like it. Yeah. Spirit. Spirit confidence in your soul in your spirit i'm saving all my thoughts for the jesus take which um i'm really excited to share about because from from my perspective from our perspective it all begins in the spirit it's the wellspring that um that affects the mind that affects the body so i will give all of my thoughts on the jesus take about spirit soul confidence that deep interceded Confidence that is the wellspring. So what what is your thoughts on spiritual confidence? I think spiritual confidence is grounded in Jesus. There, That's not, there's nothing fancy about it. There's mm-hmm. nothing, there's no bells and whistles. It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think having come from a place of not being confident in spirit, constantly feeling like that your performance is gonna, is what is going to solidify your standing with God, or feeling like you have to ask to be saved for every quote unquote wrong thing that you do. And then going on a journey of discovering the gospel of jesus and his grace and that really that's all you need it's jesus do you feel like that's where your confidence began i feel like that's that discovery, where yeah the gospel of grace yeah that's where it began and then the more that you discover his what he's what he's done and you discover his righteousness and what it really means for you that just it solidifies that spiritual confidence i love it yeah i love it and that was the first c of our triple c series confidence i want to encourage you to jump on over to the jesus take of this uh for more about confidence in the soul. Thanks for joining us guys. See you.